Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello ladies, you're about to embark on one final journey with me on today's episode of the Metro Food Hoppers podcast. As they say, all good things come to an end and so must this epic journey through all the eating, meeting, whining, dining, winding our way through the history and stories that drive talented chefs and inspire them to create magic through food. Welcome what is our last episode of the Metro Food Hoppers podcast. I'm your host, Simona Terran, and with me today is Joshua Thomas. Hey, people. He's the producer of the show and creator of all the cool original tracks on the show as well. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, I highly recommend you check out all the episodes again, even if it's just to hear the opening sounds and the soundtrack to the rest of the episode. Joshua loves doing parodies and has recorded all the tracks using his own voice, so I definitely go back and listen to that. For now, let's listen to him, the man usually behind the mic, coming forward to chat with me about the experience of doing this entire season of the only food podcast in the Indian Express stable at the moment. Hey, Josh. Hi, Simona. <laughs> How's it going? It's, it's going good. Um, so yeah, so let, uh, just, to just to kick off, man. So when I first met Simona, we had like, you know, sort of hit it off and, um, she was a food blogger. I'd heard her WhatsApp podcast where she was, um, narrating the recipes and all that stuff with the heart chef. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, man, immediately I just thought, man, I needed an expert for food. So this person knew what she was doing. So had to, we decided to sort of take it forward and. The initial idea was we wanted to do something that was very sort of very Bombay, right? We were going to, it was Ramzan at the time. Oh my God. And yeah. we were going to do the, you know, what is it called? This, the masjid at uh, Mahim, because uh, people always talk about Muhammad Ali Road and, you know, all of that stuff. And I'm like, no, no, there's this other cool place, which is a lot less crowded and a lot less creepy because it's, you know, uh, smaller, uh, spread over a smaller area, but with all the amazing food. And I was just dying to take Josh there and also like just blow his mind with all the Nalini Hari and the Malpuas and the kebabs and just, you know, real food made by real people as part of a celebration, as part of a, um, a huge event in, in their, in their lives. And it's part of the cultural landscape of the city. 
and not many people know about it so i felt like oh my god this is so cool i'm going to like blow josh's mind and also we're going to do this episode except it couldn't happen yeah bloody because only because when when the talk of sponsors comes up and then the sponsor doesn't come on board we're not going to mention any names here but so we decided to do that pani puri episode for the first one right yeah yeah and the idea was basically i can't talk about bombay without talking about street food but then suddenly you know i get cut off at the legs because i'm told you can't do street food cuz well if we get a sponsor then it should be restaurants and things like that so i bowed down to the commercial gods uh, of real life and we said okay and we managed to do it it was the pilot totally unscripted we just had a blast we were just i was like totally ad-libbing all the time and uh, i was worried constantly because i didn't know about josh's magic mic i kept wondering oh my god there's so much traffic noise there are like people honking it's we're on the street and he's like don't worry don't worry and I said okay fine I won't worry and Josh does have this very calming effect on people <laughs> I've seen it I've seen it with other people as well and I just totally like went for it we had a blast and we did pani puri without being uh without doing the street version we did punjab sweet house we did elko arcade and then finally we did Karachi. karachis so all of these are little establishments which are kind of on the street level but at the same time they are like proper restaurants so we kind of cracked it in the first episode itself we managed to do the best of both worlds and we had so much fun doing it that i was shocked when i heard the final produced edited you know post joshua magic including the crazy uh, soundtrack where he's singing pani puri like it's amazing grace <laughs> that was so cool and that was just the beginning and i felt like Wow, if the pilot which we did in this complete mad hatter way turned out to be so good, it's only going to get better. And in our opinion, I think we can yeah. say I can say for both of us, I think we managed to do that. So I really I really wish people more people would listen to it so they can kind of hear how much fun we had, you know? It's all about gyan and yeah, I'm some sort of food expert. Thank you Josh for giving me that pedestal, but <laughs> you know, I'm basically just obsessed with food. but i feel like the amount of the energy that this city had and the kind of our energy that you know and all the wonderful people we met through the podcast yeah. i feel like that's what i want people to pick up on and that's what i want people to enjoy because that's what bombay is about right it's it's about the energy of the people it's the unlikelihood of how bizarre like you can meet some random person at a random tea shop or whatever and then next thing you know you're doing a project together or somehow they your lives intersect and that's that's what i feel this podcast is really about which doesn't come across in the name yeah metro food hoppers like what kind of name is that josh you want to you want to shed some light on why we got stuck with this name so so the whole idea for for the for metro food hoppers was the idea was like you said it's like a tour and we're taking the listeners on the journey right so the idea was to have the sound design that's why we had like the the rickshaw sounds which kind of like took a back seat for the last couple of episodes <laughs> and the train announcements yeah yeah and so it was the idea was we wanted you guys to sort of literally come along with us and we would be on location at um, 
a lot of these places initially but then the logistics were got a bit <laughs> too hectic there was one day where we covered four restaurant no four interviews which is ridiculous yeah, man i was dead after that i just died because you know again like i said it is a lot of energy exchange but it can be very draining when you're doing four of these intense interviews yeah. in one day because it's not just about going up and down traveling and stuff but it it was just like you know you have to get them to warm up and talk to you and 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 then also when they slowly open up and then they get all like fired up about it and then they start talking about their brand or their restaurant or their food or why they do what they do but of course Josh and I also have this joke about how the moment the interview is over and the mic goes off that's when the gold happens yeah. like they start sharing things that are so cool like yeah. you know you, you tell them a bit about even hersh was the only exception i think yeah hersh the for hersh we were it was a lot about bangkok pork i remember cuz <laughs> like uh, he was just raving about bangkok pork but i remember so that day when we had the four interviews that was the khane khas uh, mini punjab day yeah. mini punjab it was like a lot of food off mic <laughs> but man khane khas they told us such interesting stuff man like the stuff about the food at gurudwaras and then all their bmc problems because at the time the plastic ban had just come into to to affect and they also told us that and this would really blew my mind the fact that pals had a jamaican outlet man in jamaica yeah i was like <laughs> wow man it's like man another excuse just to go to jamaica for those of you who don't know as far as i know if you go to jamaica you get visa on arrival for india on an indian passport I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Indians get visa on arrival in Jamaica and then we can go and eat at Pal's Kitchen in yeah. Jamaica. Yeah. Um I think the tea episode after the Pani Puri one was the second one which we were a bit disappointed because we had so many places on the list and then some were shut down mm-hmm. like Tea Center yeah. which is indefinitely like I think uh, everybody yeah they told you september <laughs> september yeah and they i read a couple of pieces online which said the same thing 5 5 uh, 6 months ago and apparently there's some huge issue going on so instead we just talked about it in, because we couldn't go there and feature them but then there was another place uh, the tea place by manjushri right. in uh, bandra which every time we went to i thought we missed the closing time uh, or, or the time that they were going to be open mm. It turns out that they were just they had shut down shop long ago and only the facade was there and a security guard finally told me you know and I was like oh damn and then we just ended up featuring you know two and a half places like half by default and two yeah. but they were such cool places and we got some amazing stories but I I think Josh maybe you should share one of the 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 feedback that the tea room guys shared with us mm-hmm. about the yeah. what happened after people certain people listen to the podcast yeah so um an elderly blind couple had heard the podcast and then they went to the tea room for the first time for the first time <laughs> and it was like wow it was like and uh, we got a call i remember the owner had called us up and he said he loved the podcast and all that and i it, it was also the point where in the in terms of the parodies now with the parodies also one funny thing is that I realized like after doing that having to do a cuz the idea was I would sing the parody and just play bass cuz that's what I did for the first Pani Puri one but then I was fully producing them 
from the tea episode onwards and i was like man i because i just felt like i had to do it but i knew i was also shooting myself in the foot because i had to do this now every week let's set the standard yeah. and in fact i think let's not waste this i think we should put out an album with all of these songs as the metro food hoppers album or maybe we'll come up with a cooler name yeah. but i think yeah. we should pay tribute because each of these tracks are ridiculously cool i think my favorite was from the matunga episode <laughs> so so already one of my favorite old retro numbers is my sharona for those of you who don't know what i'm talking about and need a bit of a nostalgia push um it's my sharona that one he took it and turned it into my sardosa <laughs> that was incredible and that's just one of them there are so many and now i'm going to give away one of josh's secrets and he's going to kill me probably off mic later because <laughs> you know josh always focuses on the work first and he basically uh did a parody of some some track and i loved it i don't remember which episode mm. and i kept asking him but what are you parodying what's the source track and he looked very embarrassed and i said okay this is odd let me just poke a little more mm. and i said no tell me josh tell me josh and then he said no yeah it's no track and all i thought it was some track in my memory it turned out to be yeah. <laughs> vip frenchie ad yeah. <laughs> man it just it just shows you how powerful some ads are for you as a child you know those songs just get stuck in your head man it wasn't even a song it was just some random thing what was the line do you remember the line yeah it was it was finally i found the one and it's like in the ad there's like a panty that's flying in the wind and then it ends up on a line with a frenchy on it <laughs> that's what the ad was dude <laughs> so yeah so we know where josh's inspiration comes from sometimes because sometimes his mind is in the gutter and that's okay <laughs> i think um when we were doing the old school bakeries hirsch of course was awesome because we had a personal connect from leanne yeah. who gave us the number of melvin disa and he's the owner and he spoke to us so wonderfully and he was making us laugh of course he spoke a lot about bangkok and stuff but he was also sharing beautiful stories of his youth and how he used to like tell his father kya yaar kidhar liya bakery like in bandra of all places it's invisible and now it's like a gold mine cuz it's right in the heart of bandra it's on the main road and yet it's like a little oasis of calm just by itself hersh is so special and then the contrast between that episode with all these old school bakeries and then the new age as in the dessert divas we were going to do old school bakeries new school bakeries then we realized no it doesn't work and then we realized hey why not just do dessert divas because all of these people were women yeah so i think that's also interesting how our planning ends up you know kind of morphing into something else in in a very organic way or out of sheer necessity mm. and then the dessert divas was a complete different experience like Kainas and Pooja and uh, Neha, Neha, and we're yeah. sitting in these air-conditioned little fancy, pretty-looking outlets with pastel colors and yeah. fancy names like Theobroma and the what is it, the the fifteen Petisiergi, and uh, Neha's is like Swedish House Mafia, <laughs> and like the kind of. Um, categories of of food that we were doing, like Irani cafes, took me back to my childhood. Mm. So Merwan's is somewhere like I grew up in Grand Road. I lived there for the first twenty years of my life, and I remember going there since I was like old enough, not even old enough to reach the counter, you know. And those guys used to be there then. They remembered my mother. Then they used to talk about blah blah blah. And they, even now, they're in their seventies. The guy had literally turned seventy a few days before I interviewed him, and. Uh, 
I I met his other cousin and then it was a total fluke a uh, wonderful thing that happened his the third cousin who owns the the place lives in Australia and she was visiting and she was in town but then she actually as I was leaving and saying my goodbyes she walked into the place and said hi you know so I got a picture with her as well or other of her and little things like this kept happening and i think that was awesome that how much ever we planned we could not plan for certain really cool things that happened just by accident yeah there's a lot that didn't happen also cuz we had like a kickass uh, episode called fasting food which we never got to do <laughs> which was like uh, all about sort of the veg food that um, people eat when they're not when they're supposed to be fasting but they're not really fasting they're bloody stuffing their face with other <laughs> shit you know it's in like fact, high calorie you know really really fattening stuff and all indulgent so like from your dry fruit to your milkshakes to sabudana khichdi faralini what farali khichdi and something else and something else and everything's deep fried and delicious and they said i'm fasting dude like josh just said they're just stuffing their faces and they're calling it like oh i'm a good girl i'm not eating any regular food yeah. so we thought we would do something like that and we were going to cover swati snacks we were going to cover this place called panchikar in villaparle we were going to cover a couple of joints a uh, som in south bombay um and the there were lots of ideas i think we were very uh, idealistic and idea tastic as well because so we wanted to cover so much there is so much in the city okay. there is so much in the city and every episode it was almost torturous to have to pick and choose you know and it to be at some point it felt unfair mm. but hey every episode had to be under 20 something minutes and that was something i will like hats off to josh for editing the way he did because it wasn't easy i think initially to i should just dump all the recordings on you you pick then i started scripting later and i've learned a lot on this podcast and i want to say it's been a pretty educative experience and um also i realized where certain skills of mine lie and how you know listening is just as important as talking especially in an interview where josh just to remind me don't overlap like you don't have to agree with them yeah. let them finish a sentence you don't have to go like oh yeah 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 because i have to cut it out of the recording and that's annoying as hell stop doing that of course he said it much more calmly and much more respectfully and with a lot of affection but basically it meant that only stop talking over the other person <laughs> another experience that was fun and very different was the day we did the behind the scenes uh, people yeah, made from scratch yeah. sorry made from scratch and behind the scenes mm-hmm. behind the scenes is mav and lian yeah made from scratch was up made from scratch was omakase kitchen we saw her making ramen yeah. then we went to mayavi's place where she made vegan sushi and she fed and us. she fed us this massive lunch all of which was made with no oil no sugar no salt i mean no processed salt uh no gluten all organic and i'm like i mean i to just ask josh ki dude like what are you feeling like after eating all this and he was like i'm just stuffed man and then he said something ridiculously funny which i am i don't care i'm going to share <laughs> he said you can cut it later he's it? like yeah but i'm wondering what color my poop will be in the morning <laughs> 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 so yeah. yeah i i don't want to know the answer to that but basically it was a very interesting experience mm. and i think i enjoyed doing behind the scenes because i discovered both mav mm. and lian are not just awesome you know foodie uh, food makers 
but they both also are singers and musicians and i'm hoping that one day we can get them to do a concert mm. just the two of them mm. and yeah i, I mean i'm going to be there I- yeah so for those of you who don't know um so in the in lian's episode actually we didn't get to cover the fact that i oh i cut it out that the fact that she did music lian creates her own original compositions and her dream before becoming a baker was to be a musician and yeah. then in the episode listen to the episode she talks about how she switched from wanting to be a musician to wanting to be uh, you know in food all the time and it's very poignant very heartfelt story and i feel that you should listen to the episode just to to what that decision cost her or rather what uh, she had to go through to make up her mind to do that okay so when we were doing the regional cuisines experts regional cuisine experts episode i had so many people on my list and i was thinking how the hell am i going to do this how am i going to cover all these how am i going to give equal uh you know attention and pay respect to what each of them are doing uh, for their own regional cuisines and then we just hit a jackpot when we said uh, we try to uh, get ananya to come to a, a bengali restaurant called bhojori manna in andheri and that we would eat lunch together and we would also talk and you know do the interview there and then that couldn't work out for some reason finally she said one day come over but i have a bloggers meet after a couple of hours so you know we'll have to wrap up by then and by some coincidence of us being late them being on time all of this other stuff we landed up at the bloggers meet we took her aside for a quick interview which was a lovely interview she spoke so well about her book bangla gastronomy and about bong food and she was really funny and then we got to meet and eat with all these cool food bloggers part of whom uh, some of whom i did mention again in my uh, in my episode because in the episode because he, they were experts you know oriya food and uh, kashmiri food and so that was like a real cool uh, coincidence mm. and oh my god there to ananya fed us like yeah, yeah i thought thought i would so burst good. it was so good and bong real bong food man and the paneer that tasted like fish what yeah. the hell man yeah. i still dream about it yeah. <laughs> the food was so like i'd never really had bong food and it was all mustard oil stuff right everything was sort of fried in mustard oil and that sort of intense sort of mustard flavor but it was so delicious man i just died and it was too good and speaking of food i think uh, there's a lot of things that josh hasn't really tried before i think one of them was japanese food mm-hmm. and man i wish this was a video podcast sometimes because you know just Josh's expressions when we were at Kofuku with the really wonderful chef James Biaka and with Rinchen Wanchu who's the general manager and my god they fed us but just just the face that Josh made when he put that braised 12 hour broth wala pork belly in his mouth oh the kakuni so he just it looked like he had died gone to heaven been born again died again <laughs> and come back <laughs> Yeah, literally. <laughs> and I think it was it was a joy to watch him. You know, there were the, I mean, he'd had sushi and all before, but uh, the sashimi just it was interesting to to see how he was reacting to the food, and uh, just that you know, for him it being a first, I think it was uh, a very pure kind of reaction, and I, I was just super happy that I got to be part of that and to witness that. But it's not the only eating we've done, ah, huh, in this entire. So that's one thing uh, I should say. Like I, like personally, would like to thank everybody who fed us on this 
this uh, this whole sort of uh, production Journey, of this yeah. series yeah because it was like the food has just been like we talked about mayavi we talked about kofuku and um, i think this is a good time to segue to the contest <laughs> yes so if you guys want to do some cool eating at all these places that um, we've mentioned in these episodes we're going to be starting a series of contests where you can participate and win meal vouchers at these funky places now as you know we haven't done any street food so all the eating you're going to be doing is kind of fine dining so i would say pay attention to the social media accounts we um uh, i it's simona at simona terran on facebook twitter and instagram look for the hashtag metro food hoppers and uh, express audio is going to also be pushing these contests i suggest you check them out because the only thing you have to really do to win is listen to the episodes and pick on the answer to the questions that we're going to be asking you that are uh, related to things that have been mentioned in the episode so if you can do some listening to do some eating mm. i think you're very likely to win put a lot of work into this podcast and would love to hear what you think about it whether it's about that one episode you heard and loved or hated or if you have something to say about all of them i'm hoping it's the latter so just write in and tell me about it email me on simonaterran@gmail.com that's s i m o n a t e r r o n@gmail.com or just use the hashtag #metrofoodhoppers on social media and i will find you I would love to hear from you and know what you thought of this episode and the whole season. You've been listening to the Metro Food Hoppers podcast with me Simona and producer Joshua Thomas. Hey, oh goodbye actually. Goodbye. This is usually where I remind y'all to tune in next week except there's not going to be another episode. Well, all I can say is we hope you enjoyed the season wrap up of all the 15 episodes up until now and if you've liked listening to what I had to share in any episode of this podcast, don't forget to show it and show us some love on social media and or the Indian Express website and app. It's been a pleasure bringing you this show from Joshua Thomas and me, Simona Terran. Thank you for listening. Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.